Hi, it's Daniel Lucas. Thank you for joining me at Chasing Energy for episode number 37. This minisode, minisode, this very short podcast, is going to be a little more fun than our usual variety, and I think it's probably overdue. I generally do a lot of talks about discipline and mindset and growth, and my guests are, are on that in that vein. But today I want to talk about how to have a healthier party experience. And so I want to start with my disclaimer, and I'm pretty sure I'll end up repeating it, but I am not here to tell you how to have your party. I am not here to tell you not to have all the drinks you want at your party. That is your decision. However, if you maybe have multiple parties on your calendar and you're trying to be you know, a little more cautious at one or two so that you can celebrate harder at one, or you're just kind of be practice stoicism, which is everything in moderation, right? Um, my goal is that you get to decide between delight and debauchery and how much of it you want. You may, you may decide, this is the weekend that I want debauchery, and this weekend I want a little more just delight. I don't want it. I had debauchery last weekend, and I'm still feeling it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you some tools that are going to enable you to be a little bit smarter, make some decisions that you don't rely on your willpower once you get to the party. You don't want to be that person. And if you're anything like me, between your blood sugar dropping and whatnot, after you've had a drink or two, it is very hard to practice hard willpower, very strong willpower, because you get hungry and you know your brain's relaxed and you tend to reach for whatever's there as far as food. Let's hope that that's just food. That's that case, by the way. So with that being said, let's talk about some tips. Number one, get your workout in prior to the party. If you know you are going to go to a party, for example, let's pretend your holiday party starts at six o'clock on a Saturday. My advice to you is to get that workout in when you know you will get it in. There are some science and there's some influencers who will say, hey, do it right before the party and let's just be honest, the hours leading up, especially that if you have family, the hour or two leading up to that party, it tends to be chaos. And it's very easy to just skip it and say, oh, I've got to go get this on the way there, or my, i got to go get something for the kids, or, you know, things come up. So my advice to you there is be real about making sure you get that workout in that day. You're going to be a lot happier, especially if you end up missing your workout tomorrow. So at least you get this one in the bank. That's the first piece of advice. The second piece is... <clears throat> Don't count on there being healthy food at the party. If you are a reasonably healthy person or you're trying to be a healthy person, going to a party and thinking that, oh, they'll probably have some vegetables there or they'll have some this or lean meats, just don't count on it. Now, they may have it, but for the most part, just don't count on it. Now, what, why do I tell you that? Well, here's why. There are things you can do to put the ball in your court. Number one, don't ever show up to a snacking party, you know, where there's basically heavy hors d'oeuvres and things like that. Don't show up to one of those things famished. It's kind of like when your family, or my family, I should say, invites, they want me to go out to a pizza place with the kids or meet at a pizza place or someplace where you know that it's just not the healthiest food and they're wanting to have dinner. And I don't want to be the guy there that just sort of sits and twiddles his thumbs. It's not, it's not a fun role to be in. 
So what I do on those situations is I have some protein or vegetables before I go to meet them for dinner so that when the pizza comes out, I usually have one slice and it's sort of like the last touch on my meal or a finishing touch. It's not like I'm going in famished. That sounds silly, but think about it. When you start eating pizza, how long does it take before you your brain actually tells you you're full? About a half a pizza. <laughs> I mean, you can go through three or four slices before you're like, oh my goodness, this this is a lot. When we're talking about things that are very calorically dense, like holiday foods and uh, pizza, this is where having a little bit of food and water in you prior to the event is a very good strategy so that you're just you're just sort of snacking lightly. So that's my other tip. One thing that I do on occasion is I have something in the fridge. It's called Better Than Bouillon. They carry a huge container. You can get, I think you can get it off Amazon. But it's almost like a gel that's like chicken stock. A teaspoon or two of that with some hot water and a scoop of collagen tastes like chicken soup in a mug. And some days when I'm, I feel like, oh, I could kind of go for a snack, but I don't really need to eat right now, I'll do that. And it, it's, it's so satisfying. It has that sort of umami flavor to it that keeps you satisfied. It has salt and some protein, so it's very satiating. So that's one thing I'll do sometimes while the family's getting ready. I'll just go down and pour me a mug of that and have it, and then that way I'm not starving, especially if I put in the workout uh, before we're going. The next thing, pack some electrolytes. If you know you're gonna be drinking, pack some electrolytes ahead of time. I've tried various brands. Uh, some of them I recommend more than others, and I do feel like electrolytes are a little overplayed in social media right now. I, I feel like it's because of all the affiliate links and whatnot. I, I, I am saying there is a time and place for them. Uh, and, and in fact, some of my bad running stories involved drinking water instead of electrolytes, but that's a story for another day. One brand that is super high in sodium is LMNT. You won't have to look far hard for that because uh, it, they have a lot of ambassadors and influencers that, that are plugging the brand, and it, it, it seems to do what they say. It's just absolutely loaded in electrolytes. So if you are going to be drinking, you can offset some of that damage by having electrolytes packed. Now, what I generally do is pour them in a large cup, cup of water. That way I hit two for one. I have water and the salt and electrolytes and it's during the drink or in between drinks or whatever you choose to kind of mitigate the damage. On the drinking note, here's tip number two. I generally don't drink any sweet stuff. So if they have a punch bowl, skip it. If if people are having rum and Cokes, I do not recommend that. Try to get rum and Diet Coke. Whatever you can do to mitigate the sugar that you're putting in these drinks is, a, is gonna be a plus. Your body for tomorrow is gonna thank you even though you're having all this food, if you have sweet drinks on top of the sweet stuff, you are likely to wake up with a wonderful sugar crash in the middle of the night. It's not pleasant. And it doesn't do anything to help your hangover either. So I'm trying to help you have a much more bearable morning the next day. If you're going to have the alcohol, lay off the sugar. That's part of the advice. I did see a few, I, I did some research for this particular podcast, and I saw some videos saying, like, well, a wine spritzer is two ounces of white wine, two ounces of club soda, and a dash of cranberry juice. And their argument was you could have three of those and you basically at that point would have just had a glass and a half of wine and you know 
it's it's almost uh, like a hybrid between a mocktail or if you will so that's another option if you just want to kind of keep keep it light and enjoy yourself so that's that's the other thing with drinks lay away from the sugar and you can sort of dilute the wine if you like uh, again even in the case of the club soda one i generally go for the drier wines so we've gotten our workout in we've got this strategy as well this one is i want you to put a big asterisk next to this tip because it may or may not apply to you and even if it does apply to you it may be a terrible idea that is ask your partner if you want to like split some desserts and the idea there is if one of you or both of you are trying to count your calories or maybe you have an accountability system in place what you get to do is sample more desserts or more items and you don't have to feel guilty about saying well I took one bite out of this cookie now I have to eat the whole thing or whatever I'm a big fan of sampling myself uh, I am not ashamed to just have a butter knife with me when I'm solo and I'll just kind of cut a piece of a dessert off and try it and usually if I try it I'm usually pretty satisfied like I just want a bite or two there are exceptions to that if someone makes a really good homemade apple pie that is one thing I will definitely go out of my way for having said that I'll, I will generally never put ice cream on the apple pie I feel like that just kills it. it to me if it's a really good apple pie the last thing you need to do is throw ice cream on top of it but I digress I digress now, which foods to eat at the party? You're coming in, and if you followed my advice, you're not starving, but you're definitely ready to eat. Go for the foods that are closer to being whole, especially with the proteins. So example would be a deviled egg. I, I generally eat two or three of those deviled eggs when I get there, if they're done right, and, and presuming they're homemade and they're delicious. That's an example the thing that I would kind of urge you to avoid are these things where it's basically refined carbohydrate snacks or sides, I should say. You're going to see a lot of stuffing, you know, rice, cornbread pudding, sweet potato souffle. I love some of these items, but I treat them like a dessert. So I'll actually have a, my plate with vegetables and protein. And then I'll go back and have sweet potato, some sweet potato souffle as my dessert. What I, what I want you to do here is just don't kid yourself when you get these sides thinking, this is just a side, this doesn't count as my dessert. Your body doesn't know the difference. You're eating basically refined grains with sugar in them. It's a dessert. You know, it's like I had, I had uh, pancakes for breakfast with orange juice. It's like, yeah, you had dessert for breakfast. It's cakes with sugar water. All right, so we got to be real about these things because your body knows the difference and your body the next day is going to let you know how big of that, that delta was. What I want you to do mostly during your holiday parties, more than any of these tips, is to be present and enjoy yourself. And I do not think that enjoying yourself means that you have to go all in on debauchery. In fact, I think it's overrated. I think the, the key there is, you know, indulge a little bit but only to the point you enjoy it i mean how often do you have a bowl of ice cream in front of you and you'll notice within two bites your satisfaction drops immensely by the third or fourth bite you're basically just eating it because it's there because it's in the bowl well all i'm trying to say for you is get the most enjoyment with the least amount of regret okay that's my hope for you this holiday season i hope that you have a wonderful holiday season and that the 10 minutes or so of you listening to this podcast has been a good use of your time. I look forward to sharing message with you very soon.
I've got some wonderful podcast guests coming your way. We actually have two guests on the books that are therapists. We're going to start having some therapists uh, talk about mindset and some of the techniques they leverage with their patient patients. The next time you hear from me, it'll probably be closer to Christmas, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas with your family, Hanukkah. Any holiday celebration you do, all I care about is that you make time for the people that are special to you. This is part of why Thanksgiving is more uh, important to me than necessarily Christmas, because for me, it's just time with family becomes more important with each passing year. After you have lost a loved one, you appreciate things like Thanksgiving and Christmas so much more because it's about being present with your family. So be present with your family, your friends, and treat yourself and enjoy yourself and have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you for listening to Chasing the Energy.